0: Welcome to the Spirited Advocate Podcast, brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, the leading voice for the distilled spirits industry. Now your host, Chris Swanger.
1: Welcome back to the Spirited Advocate Podcast, conversations with people who make the spirits industry so much more than what's in your glass. I'm Chris Swanger, President and CEO of the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. Today I'm speaking with the founder, distiller, and CEO of Rabbit Hole Distillery in Kentucky, Kave Samanyan. Kave has quite an interesting story, having immigrated to the United States at a young age, following a career in psychology, and leaning into the passion that led him to pivot and found Rabbit Hole Distillery in 2012. Today we're gonna to discuss Cave's story of breaking into the bourbon business, the innovation he brings to the category, and the rise to become one of America's best-selling bourbon brands. We'll also raise a glass to Cave on his recent appointment to the Bourbon Hall of Fame. Welcome, Kaveh, and thank you. Thank you very much for being here with us. First of all, what are you sipping today? Tell us about what cocktail are you having today?
0: Well, you know, Chris, I actually have a very special pour here. I have a glass of our recent Founders Edition release. It's actually a 16-year-old bourbon, Asian-French oak. I figured for this meeting, i got to have a special
1: pour. Well, cheers to you. Let's have a little bit of a sip, and we'll kick it off and then get going. Mm. Good. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Well, first and foremost, you know, we just want to congratulate you on being inducted into the Bourbon Hall of Fame. That is a high, high honor. And for listeners who aren't familiar with the Bourbon Hall of Fame, it's truly an incredible, huge honor recognizing industry luminaries who have made a transformational impact on the bourbon industry. What has that experience been in being recognized as a member of the Bourbon Hall of Fame?
0: Well, Chris, it's a little surreal, quite honestly. I am an absolute shock and extremely humbled for being acknowledged. It's an honor, it's a privilege to be a part of this esteemed group of people that, candidly, these guys have been my heroes and the inspiration for getting the business in the first place. So to be in the same place with Bill Samuel's Booker No, Freddie
1: Johnson. I mean Jimmy Russell. It's just, it's just it's just an absolute honor. Titans, Titans of the industry, and you're a titan of the industry as well. You know, you've built such an incredible business right in the heart of Louisville, Kentucky. You know, what inspired you to start Rabbit Hole in the first place? You know, I think at the
0: time I, I thought it was there was an opening in the early early stages of craft distilling business in the U S you know, as you know, we had a pretty long lull with bourbon and what inspired me were in part, actually the history and heritage of farmer distillers that were here in Kentucky post civil war, we had over 2000 distilleries and then closer to, to my time in my era, a lot of folks that were getting into the craft distilling movement. It reminded me of what happened in the beer industry. With the craft beer business with the boutique wine in california and napa and sonoma Um, and i felt that there is an opportunity to jump in and genuinely contribute to a great heritage and tradition of bourbon by creating original expressions of bourbon
1: really a tee up for the renaissance of american whiskey and bourbon i mean i remember the years of the 90s and the 80s and Even the early 2000s, bourbon and American whiskey, to some degree, was an afterthought. And the leadership by you and Rabbit Hole has contributed greatly to the success for American whiskey and bourbon. What sparked your interest in bourbon specifically? You know, the heritage and the history and all aspects of that. What was that drive and force and passion in you? You know, it's a combination of things. I felt that bourbon is just
0: a beautiful, beautiful whiskey expression. You know, as you know, spirits from around the world really capture the essence of a given community, given culture. And for me, it was looking back in those early days when I started really dabbling in it, which goes back to almost 20 years ago, I was quite shocked of how few Americans actually know about bourbon, not just the heritage of it, but to really be able to taste the amazing spirit that it is. And that was the beginning of thinking about how I want to be part of this movement where we can really educate and bring to life bourbon and shed light on it in the way that it really truly deserves to be along all the other amazing whiskey expressions from around the world. You know, Scotch has had the lion's share of the market for the longest time. You know, I was a big Scotch drinker. I still love drinking Scotch, but I felt that, you know, bourbon needs to come to the limelight and it deserves to be right on par, if not even higher than the other fine spirits in the world.
1: And everybody, that's why we're talking to a member of the Bourbon Hall of Fame right there. When building the distillery, and this must have been around 2012, right? From the ground up, You know, obviously there's a lot to consider what's ultimately gonna go into the glass. You put a lot of thought into the architecture. Can you talk about that and what was important for you in building the distillery itself? Yeah, for me, Good
0: design and aesthetics are really, really important. So from a design standpoint, you know, the idea of form following function, you know, I lived in Chicago for 20 years. I was very much influenced by the amazing architects in the city. And the idea of form and function really was top of mind for me. For the longest time, people have talked about manufacturing in the U.S., And I thought that this is an opportunity for us to design a beautiful distillery that sheds light and showcases the art and science of whiskey making. So that design element was was really important for me. The functionality of it, where ultimately we're producing here 1.7 million proof gallons out of this facility. That's roughly 27,000 barrels a year. It is a really efficient distillery that packs a punch, but at the same time, It is a fully immersive sensory experience for our guests because I wanted guests to come in. Not only we can make beautiful, exceptional whiskey expressions, but at the same time, we're able to educate and excite consumers about what bourbon is about. So when they're coming in, they're in the soup, lifted off the manufacturing floor, are able to see every step of the process, full view, no smoke and mirrors, and ultimately, not only they're learning, but hopefully they'll, they're walking away getting excited about bourbon and American whiskey.
1: Well, I can tell you, and everybody, if you haven't been to Louisville, if you haven't been to the Rabbit Hole Distillery, he is not fibbing. It is a special visit, so be sure to go. This September marks the 15th anniversary of Bourbon Heritage Month, which is a month-long celebration of America's native spirit Thanks to the United States Senate resolution back in 2007, I'm proud to say I'm dating myself a little bit, but I was in the thick of that working with then Kentucky Senator Jim Bunning and at that time, the Senate Majority Leader Trent Lott to get that resolution passed. Bourbon is a spirit that is so steeped in heritage, but visionaries like yourself and the category continues to stay fresh. How do you expand bourbon's horizons while still honoring the past?
0: You know, I think innovation for me is at the heart of it. Innovation and creativity go hand in hand. I think that it's really important to be constantly pushing the envelope and thinking out of the box. And I think along those lines, Chris, one of the things that's exciting about bourbon is that within the parameters of what constitutes bourbon, 51% corn, new charred oak containers, et cetera, There's so much room for creativity. The way I look at it is 51% corn, 49% magic. And what I mean by that is that one of the things that we do with American whiskey, with bourbon in particular, is that we draw very similar parallels to the culinary tradition. We have the corn base that gives us that sweet base that we want for bourbon. But then we have all these spices off the spice rack that we can bring in organically without any color, without any adulteration to really bring out and let the ingredients speak for themselves. So, you know, for me, this is the way American whiskey and bourbon in particular, that's the direction it's going. And it's absolutely exciting.
1: I love the term 49 percent magic. And really, that's the essence and the opportunity for innovation in the American whiskey and bourbon category going forward, correct?
0: Absolutely. hundred percent.
1: How does your background influence the way Rabbit Hole approaches its business today? So
0: I think there's two areas regarding my background that are salient for me personally. One is the fact that I'm an immigrant. You know, I uh, moved here from Iran when I was a kid. I think the fact that I'm part of the fold in Kentucky and being inducted in the Hall of Fame, it just is a real testament to what the industry is about, particularly my colleagues here in Kentucky. I think that experience allowed me to be really appreciative of the value of life, how fragile it is, and has allowed me to be tenacious. And if there's an opportunity to really go after it. I think the second piece of it is, you know, I was a psychologist and a psychoanalyst for 20 years before I got in the whiskey business. I had a PhD in clinical psychology and uh, practiced and taught. And that experience really grounded and anchored my philosophy and approach when it comes to team building. We don't have a master distiller. As an example, here at Rabbit Hole, we work as a collective. I think that is in part related to this perspective that it is a team approach. So My background, I think, from psychology in particular is really informed how to put a team together, the right people in the right place, but more importantly, create a culture that is truly inclusive and is merit-based and allows people to feel good about waking up in the morning to come to work. And that's one of the things that I'm extremely excited about regarding what we've created here at Rabbit Hole.
1: Well, with this, I mean, you're seeing a testament of... Someone not only living the American dream, but really surpassing it in contributing to the greater good of this great industry. What's your view on how the industry has evolved over the past 15 plus years? I mean, back in the 90s, you know, nobody was enjoying American whiskey and bourbon for sure. Are you excited about the future for American whiskey and bourbon? Yes,
0: and you know, listen, in fact, I, I have a deep, deep appreciation and respect for the past, but I truly think that the exciting thing about American whiskey is what's happening now and its future. I think where we're heading with not only the innovation that a lot of great producers around the country are doing, but the excitement that I'm personally seeing in the marketplace. Consumers are just jazzed up and want more They want to experience more. They want to taste more. And I think all of that is really setting up the stage for an exciting
1: next chapter when it comes to American whiskey. Absolutely. And reflecting on all of your contributions to the industry and leading the effort to bring Rabbit Hole to the market, what do you want the legacy of Rabbit Hole to be when it's all said and done? When I first started,
0: Chris, I dreamt of Rabbit Hole being along the great American whiskey brands, that Rabbit Hole one day will become one of the best American whiskey brands, not just in the US, but around the world. I still have that desire and that longing. I think we're hopefully marching in that direction, but more importantly, I see Rabbit Hole and spirits in general as a way of bringing people together. I really truly would like our legacy to be through our fine spirits, we're able to connect people I think this is the best thing that food and spirits do, if you would. And I want Rabbit Hole to be a part of that as a way of being able to bring folks to the table to connect and and enjoy. Because after all, I genuinely think that life is short and we need to uh, come together and, and celebrate rather than be disconnected.
1: Absolutely. Look, on behalf of the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, thank you for your leadership. As we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month, we celebrate your appointment to the Bourbon Hall of Fame. You are well on track. We're surpassing what this great American whiskey and bourbon is delivering to consumers and ultimately bringing people together. So, thank you very much and great cheers. Cheers. And uh, congratulations. Thank you, Chris. Cheers. Uh, uh, uh. Very good. Thank you, my friend. So, thank you very much. I'd like to give a big thank you to Kyve for joining us to talk a bit about his experience in the industry. I'd also like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Spirited Advocate. Ask your bartender for rabbit hole bourbon. And remember to enjoy responsibly and in moderation. And also, be sure to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. I'm Chris Swanger, and this has been The Spirited Advocate Podcast. Brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. Cheers.